0: Bring me shelter, I will not harm you. Bring me shelter, please. Bring me shelter, I will not harm you. I would shelter
1: you. People would do anything for their families. It could happen to anyone, anytime.
2: Somebody in France, somebody in England basically sat down with a ruler and just drew
0: lines on that. There are many different ethnic and religious groups that have been divided across borders and this has caused a significant amount of conflict.
2: There are a lot of people who need safety. It is really cruel for a country like Australia to have policies that are focused only on pushing people away.
3: What we're seeing
2: is a number of people that remain in a state of limbo And when non-sustainable land use combines with climate change, the crisis of refugees.
0: I wasn't able to go and play with children. I had to go and really be an adult from a very young age. I think that's something that a lot of migrant children can relate to.
3: Really, it was a dream for me to reunite with my family. I was just praying and
1: hoping that that day will come one day. I think it's very
3: important for people
1: to understand that people have their own dreams as well and they're wanting to change the world with
0: everybody else. Refugee, 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 refugee. Refugee Radio, 8.55am, Tricia.
1: You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855 AM. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live.
3: Welcome to Refugee Radio this week. We're going to be listening to a podcast from Refugees On Air by Maya and Sarah. With an interview by a Liberian artist Zito. This was produced on CNFM. Special
2: guest artist and Liberian refugee Zito Balo. Hi Zito.
4: Hello, how are you?
2: Yeah, really good. Yourself?
4: Yeah, I'm good, thanks.
2: We're really lucky to have you here in studio. Uh,
4: Me too. It's good to be here. (laughs) That
2: is good. So let's get started. Yeah, let's jump into it. So what was life back in Liberia?
4: (laughs) Well, um, I was very, very uh, little when I left uh, Liberia mm-hmm. due to the civil war in Liberia. So um, I was like um, seven to eight years old when the war actually uh, broke up back in Liberia. So my family fled from Liberia. They went down to Guinea. Much of our experience in Liberia was less for me because I was a little there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Liberia just um, recovering from... War mm-hmm. yeah. and it's been definitely like fourteen to fifteen
2: years. So after you spent that little time in Liberia, you actually went to a refugee camp in Ghana for six years. Is that correct?
4: Yeah, yeah, six years. So
2: how was like I can't even imagine what's it like to live in a refugee camp. So what were the circumstances
4: like there? A refugee camp is something I can call very tough.
0: Yeah,
4: and um, you gotta be very strong to live there. Yeah gotta be very humble and, and thing. Because on a camp, is not it's like um, a cycle. So you go from one place to the same place every yeah. day and every day seeing the same more people, the same things going on and no better school, no better education or thing or trade or mm-hmm. work or anything. You know, obviously there's no work on the camp. But life was very tough. And it was one of the toughest places to live actually. Yeah, so for uh six years as well. Six years. Mm-hmm. So uh, living on a camp is what because if you had a war, then you flee from another country to another country and obviously you become a refugee. So you try to settle. Mm-hmm. So you gotta be there praying that one day they can give you a visa for you to travel. But um, it was a tough place actually. But overall, yeah. you gotta be strong to live there. That's That's strong. Yeah. What's
2: something that you always remember about being in um, Ghana's refugee camp?
4: Well, I would say my, um, my friends. Yeah. was the most important thing because you kind of fled away from your family because I left my family back in Guinea yeah. so I came here as a foster child in oh, Australia okay. yeah, so yeah. Um, my mom left back in Guinea it's like it's kind of happy one because I had a friend when we were little used to play back in, in Guinea again okay? yeah. her parents was kind of half Ghanaians so when yeah. they were moving over to Ghana so my mom decided for me to go so uh, and join the family yeah. so I can make my way maybe I might have an opportunity that I can travel across so I can yeah, done yeah. So, uh, my friends were very important, like friends, the most important thing, and uh, I was going to school there, but uh, financially it was hard, yeah. so, uh, but I say my friends, because friends only come at one of those things that, you know, you can never forget yeah, that's very and think, uh, and uh, most of them travel different, different places, and some of them didn't make it, and they went back to Liberia.
2: Identify one misconception that people often have about refugee camps.
4: Well, the, um, most people think on a refugee camp, the rebels and mm-hmm. violence, people living on there, and uh, mm-hmm. uneducated people, and yep. uh, they don't know anything or animals and things like that. But um, that's what most people would think. But it, it just people are trying to find a better life for their, yep, that's for right. their self, that's okay. their future, and yep. their family. So it's someone trying to get away from something. So, and uh, I know dedicated people that are on the camp or doctors and nurses that end up on the camp. Mm-hmm. So, um, most people just feed anyone from the camp or something else, you know. But it's, uh, yeah. but it's, not, it's yeah. not, it's not, it's they, not. They're all good cool people. I think most people from the refugee camp are very humble people yeah. and calm people. Are more productive people trying to do something better. It's like, I mean, you experience the life on the camp mm-hmm. and you want to come out and make sure in order go out and gain more knowledge and come back and rescue your friends. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's, right. that's
2: right. right. That's such a beautiful way to put yeah. it. Yeah. What sort of challenges did you face when you came to Australia as a foster child?
3: Life was very, very
4: tough because um, I came here 16 when I was, when I was 16. Yep. So the, I learned, we started high school. First all, they took us to TAFE because of the we couldn't speak english or something but back in lapio our national language is english yeah. so i had an exam at taif and i passed the exam so they decided to send me to high school yeah so um, went to high school i started paying my own school fees so i have to look for a job i met this lady i don't know somewhere some part of the world she was doing an aged care job mm-hmm. where it was kind of a home aged care yeah. so she asked me do you want to be doing like two hours four hours after yeah school, I said yes, so I started working, little but little, trying to get money and get things that mm-hmm. I wanted to, um, so uh, it, was, it was very tough, I mean, away from your family, your brother, your sister and everything, mm-hmm. 16 years of age, you traveling are to a new country, in a different place, yeah, that you don't even know of, way different from even way, you are raised up, so it was difficult. Yeah, I yeah. not yeah. even imagine
2: that, without your family as well, like your enough without having any like, um, extended family, but yeah. just by yourself as a 16-year-old. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So let's talk about your career now and what you're doing in Australia. Why did you choose to pursue rapping, writing, and producing
4: music? Actually, I started doing music back when I was a camp. Yep. Because um, there was not much happening I found music as a form of expression. So it's like you put your whole grade, your mind, and so, and then tell story. Maybe you don't have that platform to get on TV and tell people but this is what happened. But through your music, you can do it. Yep, yes. Because any across the world, somebody might be somewhere might listen to it. And uh, I choose music because uh, I want people to hear my story. Yep. And it's so doing for people to hear my story. I gotta find a way, a metal for which I can use for people to hear my, my story. So I, I actually uh, choose music because it was my way of comfort. Yep. And I felt um, if I can do music, let my mind, uh, like emotional and physically, I can release my stress out thinks. Kind of things. Yep. So I found music was the metal for me. So yep. I actually can Express myself. Yep.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you face any kind of discrimination or difficulty when you started your career in music in
4: Australia? Yeah, when um, I was living back in Queensland, that's yep. why I went to high school. Mm-hmm. So we moved to a small town called Toowoomba, yes. somewhere I don't know, north of Queensland, but yeah. somewhere, <laughs> somewhere somewhere there. So we were like the voice of uh, refugee in that uh, not the voice of uh, refugee, but the voice of uh, Liberians in that area. So, um, being the first right there, being the first Liberian in the schools, um none of my family do music or anything, you know that I know about music. So it's just something that I developed by myself and then started to pursue it and things like that. So um, I had a couple of people because what I was trying to do, they think it was different but um so it was kinda of hard to get it through. So it wasn't paying attention to it. But uh, I think I can what I decided to do, just keep pushing it because what I'm doing, kind am a story that people can relate to, mm-hmm. that's the most important thing. Yep. That's why I keep pushing it. Pushing yep. it. But yeah, th- obviously there are discrimination a lot yep. um, in schools and, and other places, yeah. How did you
2: deal
4: with it? Well, um, as I said, if you... Going, yeah. yeah. I have a saying, if you make it on the refugee camp, you can make it in a part of the world. I uh,
2: oh my god, I'm gonna like write this down, wait. Yeah. <laughs>
4: It's good. <laughs> so uh the tough thing that went on it was on a refugee camp I don't even have police on a refugee camp I don't have anything. Yeah. you don't call police and they come to you, they never come so uh, over here like if people trying to discriminate against you it's like you can't put a fire by eye or you onto it, That's so you have to pull uh, water, so I'm already running they already the few, so I put the water on top of the fire. Like the fire.
2: Like, I can, <laughs> so see, good. I can, I can see tell you like it, you're, Yeah, you can tell are So did you um, intentionally aim for your music to inspire any refugees?
4: Yes, yes. I felt uh, because there was other refugees here before me and they were doing music. Yep. I felt they wasn't actually uh, doing what I tried to be doing, like giving a message out. Yep. Like, all the places you've been, the life you've been living, but it's yeah. still not, they giving the wrong message out. Yeah. Most of my friends that I know, when they, when they come to rapping, they rap about stuff that they don't have, yeah. or places they've never been to before. Mm-hmm. So I always tell them that's not how musical people want to hear your story. Yeah. Even if it is, write it down in your language or things, people want to hear that. Yeah. So um story is very very important even if you don't have to gesture it once someone can relate to your music in any kind of way then that's what we take
2: and have you been in contact with anyone who's been inspired by your music
4: yeah uh, um on my uh one love thing that i got on youtube i had yes. so many americans that uh, yes yeah
2: made a comment a- on
4: it and uh, they even inboxed me and things like that and i can say very very, very inspired because it's just high brought it up that has been designed to go there and things and I got some people from the UK and things I mean, messaging people on beach City love their story and everything so within the
2: video yeah. yeah, please keep making music yeah, that song I think is, it's so inspiring like like at home and I just sat there and I was like, wow this, yeah. this is something else it was definitely inspiring and, and it was so unique such a good message yeah. thank no you me for that no thank one really, like I haven't Anyone who's done
4: something like this, music <laughs> to be able to tell. And yeah, well, I, uh, t- I'm also working uh, on a band. I'm one my own band. Okay, and, yeah. So I got like four people now we have so been uh, rehearsing and things. So yeah, so let cool. the public know soon.
2: When you have your your first show, I
4: want to like host it. Oh, I'll be, <laughs> there. The yeah, be there. Yeah, no, I got I got a few shows. I'll let the people know that I'm, I want to have a program. So
2: mm. uh, um yeah. and also um in addition to starting a band you also decided to start Shadow Records your own record company.
4: Yeah yeah we uh Shadow Records like what we started back in Ghana
2: yeah okay so
4: we uh, were on a refugee camp so we were just a uh, group of boys started and decided to form our own records so we can help each other and things even though we don't have the money in records but yeah we all together and things and so. Uh, when I came away, I said, okay, I would, uh, we will have, we'll have like a air airport, so will, like, here will be the, the, the main airport and then Ghana will be the French and thing. So, yeah. yeah, so I decided just one shadow a record, who has to be in the water, and then the little French back in Ghana. Mm-hmm. So we stay working, mm-hmm. developing more artists and things, because one well, from the they more talented people, but they can't afford to record. Yeah. And um, they can't afford to reach a video, not even to go to the studio to record. So what we're trying to do is... Um, to get more people off the street, yeah, yep. they record yeah, so, yeah. I want to start hosting something like a music or for migrants.
2: Right? You, you should do that. that. They, I got, they got they
4: got people everywhere. That would be but they, they, they just don't know what kind their music and who to talk
2: to these people. From your own experiences, do you think that Australia does a good job of supporting a refugee's careers?
4: Well, um, it's kind of uh, uh, hard to answer this question but uh yeah. um <laughs> I see most refugees that come over here they uh take it, even if you if you're a doctor or a teacher from somewhere that's a refugee yep. They uh reject everything that you did back. Yep. 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 Yeah, just because Yeah,
2: they don't um, want local experience. Yeah. Yeah, they don't take what you've done all back home
4: into consideration. nah. nah. So uh and again, um they just come and bring you uh, I know I coming here is a very good place. Uh, it's a very good thing to do for refugees and things. But if you take someone from a uh, land that is way different from here, yeah, then bring it there without a proper uh, mentor or someone to actually teach them what, what yeah. to do what to not do. Like For me, I find it all the very hard way um, living here. So I experience that different things. But other people won't have the opportunity people who can speak English that well. one mm-hmm. very difficult to move around, things like that. Yeah. So I think um really good to have people that already been in the system. Mm-hmm. Then to uh, have a group of people that think
2: that don't know how, what it's like.
4: At all. Yeah. So I'm I always tell people if I just take the if I just take the book and just read a story and say, ah yeah that's a good story. But if I experience it, that's way different from reading it. Yep. Like,
2: you're so quotable. Has anyone told you that? <laughs> like, you can
4: just write a book on this guy. You really can. not What are your hopes for the future? To add, uh, look, I want to get I want want to get uh, um the Australian people the my So anyone in the world of Australia across, I think uh, we should be able to uh, communicate more. If we are uh, in music. I think uh, the Australian the people don't actually communicate. And um, there's always a uh, two sides to every story, and I think the uh the Australian people should come out more and get to know the other side, yes. yep. more than to just sit and let one group of people which is the media together and how the other people behave or how the other people are and things yeah. so I want to, a story I want to have like music award migrating in different different cultures and things, even they not. Everybody can come, can come together and just do that one thing that they call music. Because I think music is like the universal language. Everybody yeah. can speak together. So yeah. I think music is we all, if only we can communicate with music. So communication yeah. with music, I think that's that's what we need here. Yeah. We'll give it right here in this Nothing actually happening here for background that doing music and things. I know they call it art and thing. Yeah. They just going and um to a place like and we are gonna have but uh um, they got people that don't know how to game people like for me as I I didn't know you guys do this. Yeah and you uh you're not too Uber and things don't to buy because I always talk to people about music. Always anybody that came with Baba always talk about music. Yeah and <laughs> <So, laughs> yeah, that's that's
2: how, <laughs> that's how we actually got to no, know sorry. you um one of the staff at Sin.
4: Uh, she actually got you as an Uber driver? She was, um, I would know, I was I actually talking about music and um, she said, uh, we run this Programming team for refugee." I said, then boo, you're talking to the right person because I'm a refugee and I'm here doing music. She said, oh, okay, yeah, yeah that, that's how we, uh, the conversation started and then, yeah. and the funny thing is, she wrote her email address down on a piece of paper and gave it of me and I put it in the car, went to the car wash threw it in the oh,
0: and okay. then I went home
4: try to find an email address so I can contact Cody it, so but I I remember she said uh refugee Lapina I mean, is it sin. refugee on air? Yeah. Refugee on air yep. I wanna go for refugee on right. air. I they brought the website or that's our call believe. called yeah. 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 So Some yeah I was I was in class and I got an email and I was like someone's called up to to be
2: on our show and I was like oh my god this is so yeah. exciting. Where can listeners listen and follow your music?
4: Well, I'm on, I'm on Facebook, I'm on YouTube, uh, what well, is it again? Instagram. You can check out Zito. Um, do you want me to spell it? On something yeah. All right. zero for Zero, R for India, T for today, and O for Orange, yeah. Space, Music. And you can find me everywhere. So you right. can get on there check and check it out. And on YouTube as well. Yeah.
2: Zito, do you have any advice for any refugees listening about putting themselves out there and pursuing their passions?
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, always got to believe in what you do for us anyway. And uh, you always got to put your work out. Yeah. You never know who's listening or session searching on Facebook for songs or, or things. So you got to be confident within yourself. And um, walk the street, tell people to listen to your music. Yeah. Don't be shy. Make friends, make new friends. And uh, if one person can share your music on Facebook, especially Facebook, very big uh, yeah. social media platform, yeah. someone is there, you can see it, and uh, I think uh, we should network more, yeah. I like to network with more on uh, migraine and and so many other people that are around here, so, uh, and what about any advice for listeners
2: about making refugees feel more welcome when
4: they arrive? Well, um, uh, we all know what's going on, uh, like, when you, when you come, especially, especially most of the uh, Aussie take when you bring refugees, in the government get them everything free. I've been uh, on Facebook, reading really, few comments to them like, well, "Okay, where where is all the free stuff?" Because I didn't get any free stuff. I work for it. I can't even remember one of the last uh, I had a seven hours sleeping. I'm all the yeah, way up. I'm yeah, always, I'm up, up. always working. I'm always working. Yeah, always so working. Good. So uh, um, they should get to know the. Refugees more, yes. um, just don't just rely on your media to say these people, this certain group of people and this and that. And that I think get to know them more. Go down. Sometimes we we um, we host um African club around here or something like that things, and they play Afro-B. It's yes. a mix up. The the why coming come and other people there and Asian people there. Just get together. Yeah, get together more. I think we should get together more. After all, we all live in the same area anyway. You can't have from your neighbor your neighbor will always see you no matter what you do there was no one door to your house so you walk through that door you don't walk through the wall you do walk, walk through the window, you through the window. So, uh, they should come up uh, they should come up I think the Australian should come up more that's what I want to post their program and their award so they can come up more and, and get involved. I had a lady in the car, and she was talking about refugee and, and other things. She told every refugee that come here don't have any paperwork. They have to go through the screening. They have to do this one. I said, uh, now, you see, there's two kind of refugees that are in the country. There are the people that come with both. And are people that are granted visa to come here. So, oh, really? Uh, no, oh, I didn't know that. I said, well, we, yeah. It just proves that <laughs> people, some <laughs> people are very
2: uneducated about this issue. Yeah. yeah. And that's why we do this, and to yeah. awareness. And it's sad because, like, so many people don't know, so many people think, like, refugees, like, when they come here, they have it easy, things like that, but, and everything just comes to them, but that is so not true. No. Nah. Like, you, people, refugees are one of the most hardworking people Communities of people that I've, I've ever met, and you're just like a true example yeah. of that. True. And
4: I agree with that 100%. I yeah. agree with that. And just
2: people just don't know, and this is why we do it, just to get people's stories out, break all those misconceptions that people have about refugees. Mm-hmm. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you for being here. Can't wait to hear your music on the radio and everything else you have to, you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. So inspiring. It's fantastic to hear. I think we'll definitely see more of you around Sin. Yeah. <laughs> 1700, you've got a new guest coming. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much. If anyone wants to check out more of Refugees On Air, you can listen to all of our previous episodes on iTunes and like and follow our Facebook page at Refugees On Air Sin and Instagram and Twitter at Refugees On Air. Um, and also for Zito, you can listen to his music through Facebook. If you just search up Zito Music, is that right? Yeah. Uh, and on Instagram as well, Zito yeah. Music. And YouTube as well, yeah. And listen to one love, that's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> listen, make sure you have a listen to all his music it's very unique. Yes. yes.
4: It's fine. Yeah, I got, I got more songs coming up. I, I, I do rap and then I do Afrobeat. <laughs> some kind of stuff from Africa, I think. So it's, it's like dance sporting. It's kind of like the Caribbean dance. So, yeah. so I'm kind of like everywhere. Yes. like Different, different. Stuff.
2: Yeah. you like a variety of you, I love that. You're not, like, restricted
3: to one thing. No. So thank you so much and be back soon. <laughs> no problem. So thanks for listening to Refugee Radio this week. We've been listening to an interview by Maya and Sarah from Refugees on Air through FM, And we're going to finish with a song by MIA, who is a Tamil refugee, quite well-known with the song... Sun showers. Uh, this song he's referring to a lot of things with the Tamil Tigers and also specifically the freedom of the Tamil people and establishing their own land in Sri Lanka. As there were elections in Sri Lanka last week, there's obviously going to be some outcome from that in the coming days. And again, the Tamil people are still struggling with their rights in Sri Lanka and with a whole bunch of refugees throughout the world. So have a listen to Sun Showers. Thanks to listening to 3CR
1: I bongo with my lingo and beat it like a wingo to combo to Colombo, Can't stay be your type my pingo I salt and pepper my mango. Shoes big.
0: Join me with Ubuntu voices, Wednesday at 8.30pm on 3CR. Ubuntu is a Zulu word meaning I am here because you are. Ubuntu celebrates the positive contribution African Australians make to our communities in music, academia, the arts and everything in between. Come with me on a journey. None Ubuntu voices free. every Wednesday at 8.30 None p.m. None of us are
4: free. None of us, are free. One of us is cheap. None of us are
0: free.